time for Miss Savvy Planet herself. Marianne's with us. March is here as well, and it's time to start thinking about spring cleaning. And that is what you have been researching, correct? Correct, Bob. Hey, we've never talked about that song. You know that's my voice on that song, right? Yeah, it's, what is it uh, on the Billboard charts now? Is it at number 10 now? Yeah, I think it's in the top five, actually. Get savvy. <laughs> that was a very fun day. We'll talk about that some other time. But um, you know that we deal with clutter issues 365 days a year. And you know how much I hate clutter. But okay, yeah, all right. Let's talk about spring cleaning. Anything that will help us get along better. Well, let me just say that I am very organized in my own way and in my chaos. Eventually, I, I do get everything uh, cleaned up, and I, I, I become a very neat person and tidy. But that only lasts for a few minutes, doesn't it? I cringe and I get furious when I hear you say that, by the way. <laughs> but listen to this. There's good reason to work on building a healthier relationship with our messes because all the research is showing that clutter increases levels of the stress hormone cortisol that you are obsessed with and <laughs> that cleanliness is associated with better health. Plus, other studies show that being surrounded by a lot of stuff contributes to procrastination and diminishes focus and leads to decreased life satisfaction. Well, it, it is true that cleaning up messes is very liberating. It really is. It is really liberating. So here are some ways to kickstart a realistic decluttering routine. All right. The first one is tackle one category at a time. So this is what you can do, Bob. You can try this. Sort everything in one room into categories, like it could be trash, dishes, items that have a place like books on a shelf, or laundry, whatever it is. And then you can start cleaning by category, and it might provide a, a simple roadmap. That's what I do, actually. Well, then you don't get overloaded. That makes sense. Well, and you feel like you're accomplishing something. Like everything that goes in the sink you know, I'm going to take care of now. And then everything that goes in the laundry, I'm going to take care of that now. All right. The next thing is edit your wardrobe automatically. So I was reading about this and it reminded me of a friend that you have who did something similar, but this person turns all the hangers in their closet around. So they're hanging backwards on a rod at the beginning of the year. And then when you wear them, you turn the hanger the other way. And then this hanger trick gives you a visual proof of what you wear and what you don't wear. So even if you love something, if you don't get around to wearing it, like within a certain period of time, like a year or whatever you decide, uh, you, you part with it. And um, other suggestions are to host a fashion show wearing whatever your kids and grandkids select from your closet. And if you put it on and it doesn't fit or it looks terrible, there's your answer. And then everybody laughs. I, I don't know about a fashion show, but as as you know, our 23-year-old daughter has helped going through my T-shirts, and she's very good about that. And uh, actually, our other daughter is also very good because, unlike you, she's not as ruthless. So she understands when I don't want to part with something, but she does help me uh, say goodbye to things I don't need in a nice, loving way. <laughs> unlike uh, your youngest daughter and me. And then you're very lucky with our son because he always says, let Bob wear whatever he wants to wear. Don't judge him. <laughs> I love him, as I do all the kids. Okay, the next one is change your environment. So instead of dwelling on how to fix your own messy habits, consider adjusting your environment. So like, if you're not good about taking the trash out every day, 
get a bigger a bigger trash can that takes longer to fill up. I know we talked about this last night and you just love this idea. <laughs> and then um, if another argument starter um, is the piles of dirty clothes, then put a laundry basket in every room. I don't think I would like that, though. <laughs> no, but the giant garbage cans, yeah, <laughs> take the garbage out once a month that way. <laughs> I know. You, you don't take out the trash unless I go nuts and say, please take out the trash. All right. Well, your problem is you want the trash taken out when it's like half full. And I think of the environment, so I don't want to waste the trash bags. Yeah. No, I want the trash taken out if, like we make fish. And then the whole house smells like fish for three days before you take it out. All right. The next one is scan your stuff. So one of the most frequent questions people ask is what to do with their old photos. Well, first of all, you get rid of all the negatives, the duplicates, the generic landscape shots, and especially the pictures of people you don't know or don't like. I love that. I love that. Uh, Then digitize the remaining more manageable pile by scanning copies with your computer or your phone. You can use a free app like Google Photo Scan, for example, and that allows people to scan photos with their smartphone. Um, and then save them on a cloud-based photo library. I have a problem with this one because I scan them and then I still feel like, well, I need to have the backup and then I want to keep the picture. So Yeah, I, I did that and I have a lot of pictures now on my phone. I did part with some. Some I thought, no, I better have a backup. But the big problem is going down that rabbit hole where you start <laughs> you start with the nostalgia. You're, you start reminiscing and... <laughs> And uh, looking at these pictures, and before you know it, you know, four hours have passed, and you've cleaned nothing up. Exactly. And we did that yesterday with a video like that came up, and we were like, we were trying to do something, and then we couldn't stop watching the video. Okay, uh, the next one is make donating part of your routine. So first decide where you'd like to donate things you don't need any longer. And there are so many options, because if, if you know the place you're going to send it to, then you can really concentrate on the options. Like Dress for Success provides used professional attire to low-income women. One Warm Coat provides free coats to people in need. Souls for Souls distributes footwear to people with limited resources. So these are great places, and if you think of them in advance, then you can aim to send things to that agency. And we'll get this all posted at WGNRadio.com and also on the Savvy Planet site. Okay, and then uh, the, um, the next one is Gamify the Purge. One psychologist suggests making cleaning up fun. And you can play the game, especially if you have a family. Um, she calls it the 20 things game. Setting a timer for 20 minutes and challenging every member of the family to find 20 items to donate or throw away. So... You can just make it fun. And then the last one is look for stories. A lot of people struggle to declutter because they don't want to part with items that remind them of someone or something they love. But you can think of getting rid of stuff as a way of unearthing your family's history and ask everybody to choose items in the house that mean a lot to them and maybe set a set of dishes for their wedding or a ball gown and then tell a story about it and then take a picture of it and get rid of it because you've told the story, you've brought it back to life and now you don't need it anymore. 
SavvyPlanet.com for more. Put a hyphen between Savvy and Planet. What do you got on the website uh, right now? Something good to eat? Yes, something delicious to eat. And by the way, if you are a subscriber to Savvy-Planet.com, you will receive a free recipe once a week from me. Um, And you'll know what Bob's been eating because I test it all out on him. But you know that every time I go to a Cuban restaurant, you know what I order, right? Uh, rice and beans and vaca frita. Exactly. So I now have a recipe for the famous vaca frita that I love. It's a delicious crispy beef dish that's flavored with a Cuban sofrito and citrus. And it's really, really tasty. And again, you will get it in the email on Tuesday. And um, and then after that, it'll just live on our website. So if you don't subscribe, after Tuesday, you'll have access to it. I like the chicken version. How do you say chicken in Spanish? Pollo. Pollo. Yeah, even I remember that now. It's vaca frita de pollo, which means fried cow of chicken. <laughs> it I like make ch- sense. <laughs> I like just saying pollo better. Thank you, Mary 